Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from New York City, Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710 WOR. You know, listen, I don't want to start the show on a confrontational note, guys. That's, no, that's not like you. No, no, no. So, it's always calm and collected and let's all get along and hold hands. Touch well, oh, that it. means it's going to be confrontational. So what's he starting so, off with? I, I do not want to start the show on okay. a confrontational note. So However, don't. I just want to put everyone on notice. Uh-oh. Don't do it. Fine. Don't do it. Okay. Natalie. Fair uh, enough. Love you, Nat, but including you, please, don't do it. Okay. Okay. On May fourth, do oh. do not. <laughs> oh. Do not. Do not. It, that's so goofy. Come on. The May the fourth. Oh, May the fourth. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. May that's the, all he said. May the fourth. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. May the fourth. It's oh. Star Wars Day, Todd. Yeah, the whole Star Wars. <laughs> May the fourth <laughs> be with you, no. Todd. Oh my God, I am so shocked. I can't believe that Prince Philip is stepping down from daily duties at exactly. ni- 95 years. But not, not to the fall. No, 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 no. Not to the fall. Not all at once. He doesn't want to shock everybody. But he's he's going to wait to the fall. He's so young. What is he going to do with this sedentary lifestyle at, at 95 years old? Listen, all kidding aside, I mean, you've got to give a guy a whole lot of credit for, yeah. for doing what That's he's done. That's a tough done. job. Did you see the crown? The poor guy is just, uh, he's just in the background. How many steps does he have to walk behind his wife? I mean, it's really. Not enough. He, <laughs> he never looked happy. Oh, boy. So the news broke, uh, about, I don't know, 40 minutes ago. Hey, the crown made him out to be quite the playboy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good series. Yeah, Prince Philip is. At 95. Stepping down, effective this fall. From, from public life. From public daily duties. and Not from life. At 95. Listen, that probably means that he's going to check out soon. You know what it's like. Todd, well, don't let, put the kibosh listen, on the guy. I'm, I'm just no, saying. He's been sick. He's been in and out of hospitals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just saying that a lot of times oh, when people slow down. The kiss yep. of death from Todd. It's not a kiss of death. No, yes, he's, a, he's right. It's he's just right. it's when, a it's an it's an honest observation. <laughs> you know, you become uh, less active. It, it just seems that less you, active. What does he do that's so active <laughs> besides walk behind his wife? Well, la- ladies and gentlemen, the the news is that uh, uh, Prince Philip will stop flying Harrier jets on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm surprised you brought that up. Why? Because you just have this aversion to the royal family. Do. You uh, don't like to talk about them. No. You don't find them interesting. Well, I, I'm not. I, I just looked up and CNN had a little blurb on the screen. Well, they all do. Yeah, they I, all. I, I, we I can know. make a joke about this. I, I, That's why it's I, I, I he know. wanted to dump on. Yeah, yeah he can just joke. Yeah. Listen, I'm just not into the whole royalty thing. I mean, it's 2017. This is not uh, Game of Thrones times here, and just the whole king and queen. It just, it's obsolete. You don't like chess either? The king, no, nothing to do with the game of chess. You ever play chess? Yes. I can't imagine you would play chess. The the king, the king and the queen and curtsying and bowing, come on. That's kind of nice. That's, that's, what do you mean it's kind of nice? It is. It's a tradition. English people love it. And a lot I of suspe- love it. Yeah, and a lot of suspense now over whether or not Charles is going to get passed over 
and then the queen will hand the crown to uh, William. Can she right. do that? I think she can. Oh, Charles will flip out. He go. He'll go. He'll go on a shooting spree. How long has he waited? Oh, yeah, I know it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Uh, Trump is in town, so. It's sort of a trade-off. I, I guess there's not going to be a hell of a lot of traffic with Trump lock over on Fifth Avenue, except whatever the protesting might do. Yeah. But this afternoon, Trump is headed over to the Intrepid, which is, uh, what, 44th, right? 42nd. No, no, no. Well, okay. The Intrepid's you, like 44th, you, right? Yeah, you're, you're right. I think it's 44th. It's just north of yeah. the 42nd Street, yeah. And uh, West End over there, yep. and oh, that's going to be fun, especially oh. when he leaves and goes through the mid. Uh, Where does he go through the Lincoln Tunnel? No, 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 he don't no, go no. through tunnels. Wait, wait a sec. Wait, I hear that he's. How did ta- they get to Bedminster? I hear he's taking Marine One. Really? I believe to get to Bedminster. Yeah. I believe the update is that Didn't he's. They, I thought they closed the tunnel down in, the in, last time. In the past, they did. I I believe that they did motorcade it yeah. previously to they Bedminster, yeah. but I heard. Well, that'd be that great. Today he's going to be taking Marine One. Oh, that'd the, be good. The, the helicopter. I don't think they ever take a president through a tunnel. I thought I heard that they closed down. Well, was that before he was president? Yeah. What, what, they put him on the circle line? Oh, no, they just wait. That's not a uh, traffic option. Maybe not when, a travel he was option. Pres- when he was president-elect, is Maybe. that different? Maybe. I thought they closed down the Lincoln Tunnel when he went to Bedminster, when he was meeting everybody at, at the golf club. There's no, there's no way out. You gotta have a. You gotta have altered routes. Well, how else would he got would have gotten there? That sounds way? familiar. That that he might have motorcaded through the tunnel in the past. But uh, Natalie, can you quickly look up uh, where they're gonna take him in and out of the city on Marine One? I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna fly him to Bedminster to the Trump National Golf well, Club. The, the helipad is down about Thirty Third Street. Yeah. Well, I'm Here sure it was November 18th. President-elect Donald Trump's motorcade shuts down Lincoln Tunnel. Okay, so that was president-elect. Elect. Are you sure, sure that they will uh, not my, take a sitting president through the tunnel? I don't think. Well, is. first of all, I don't think there's been a reason to take a previous sitting president through the tunnel. Correct. Now, uh, you know, you have Trump needing to leave Manhattan. But could you imagine and, how how you'd have to shut that thing down for hours to secure it? Can't do that. Number one, right? For, from a public uh, standpoint. But then there's the safety factor, too, about you don't want the president trapped in a tunnel. Now, listen, West Side's going to be a mess this afternoon. Can yeah. you imagine? Oh, gosh. Holy crap. So 3 o'clock is when Trump is set to meet with the Australian prime minister. What is this? This is a, a, it's the anniversary of the Coral Sea battle. Of battle. The Coral is that, sea. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, it began 75 years ago. Yeah. Today. Yeah. The big and World War II battle. De Blasio's not going to be there? Uh, or Cuomo, yeah. N- none? Neither, no. neither showing Nobody. up? You know, that's How about mis- Schumer? Is he showing up? That's a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I, I, are they, if they're doing it just for politics, that's that's I don't know. Come well, on. Well, what what the hell else would they be well, doing? Well, they it for? have something else to do. Oh, <laughs> great! Something else yeah. on their schedule. Great. Yeah. All right, big three stories here on a Thursday. Well, you hit at least one of them. Donald Trump heading to the city for the first time as president. Expect street closures and protests. Alice Stockton Rosini will check it all out for us. Meanwhile, while he's here, the House is ready to vote today to repeal and replace Obamacare. Also in the big three, FBI Chief James Comey testified that he was mildly nauseous to think that he affected the election. And he said that Huma Abedin passed along classified emails to Anthony Weiner so he could print them out for her. Did I hear 40,000 total emails? A lot of printing, huh? 40,000? Did that have to replace the ink? Now, of that, I believe that I read or heard that... Twelve were classified. Yeah, something like that. But forty. Fa- hey, print boy. 
<laughs> well, you have half the staff stapling your crap, so, you know. What do you mean? I, I, I've got preparation well, so for did, the program. So did Huma. And, and wait a minute. What do you mean I have the staff stapling my crap? It's only when my uh, stapler-in-chief, my wife, is not available. Why do you staple your own stuff? Well, is stapling beneath you? No, not you at all. You know how to operate a stapling? Nope, you take not, it and not, you squeeze it, Todd. Not at all. It's just that I'm, I'm doing prep so quickly. Ah. It's, it's on the printer, and that oh. slows me down. I've had to stop and staple well, each page. Slow down. So I get some assistance. You move too fast. Yeah, well, thank you, you got to so make the yeah. morning last. Rounding out our big three sad story, it is the boyfriend. Police are searching for him, the suspected killer of the MTA worker in Brooklyn, the mother of six. And just for you, we have Mets tickets at 7.30. Those will be Todd's personal seats. And at 8.30, the turning point for more tickets here on 710 WOR with the big Mets win last night. How about that? They get 20 hits, none of them home runs for a change. So, And Reyes comes alive with five runs better. So big game for the Mets last night. They play again tonight. Uh, coverage starts at 6.05 here on WOR. So the Comey hearing on Capitol Hill, first of all, this – this was supposed to be sort of uneventful. I mean, I knew it was happening, but I don't think anyone really expected so many headlines to come out of the James Comey hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee. We did not find anything that changes our view of her intent. So we're in the same place we were in July. It hasn't changed our view. And I asked them lots of questions, and I said, okay, if that's where you are, then I also have to tell Congress that we're done. Look, this is terrible. It makes me mildly nauseous to think that we might have had some impact on the election. Makes me mildly nauseous. Well, I think he came across pretty well. He came across as very intense and upset. I, you know. Well, Len, sometimes things you say or the positions you take make me a bit more than just mildly nauseous. Really? Yep. I mean- <laughs> Really? Sometimes That's the Len, effect I have on you? Sometimes, Len, you put me in a uh, projectile position. Really? <laughs> that, act, that actual audio of you uh, relieving yourself? <laughs> That's nice. If someone set the alarm for 6.15 this morning, that would be the lovely first thing to hear. You know, some people hear, uh, uh, what, was, what was the song from Groundhog Day? Oh, I, I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Oh, they wake up to Todd Plague's sound effects of my wretched. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Time of the vomit, 615. May the, may the be with you. <laughs> oh, boy. Hi. Well, we knew it was uh, a bizarre situation with that MTA mother of, what, six? Yeah, mother of six. Terrible story, and they interviewed the guy, and they released him, but then some video came out that placed him at the scene. So I don't know what he told them the first time. Around. Well, he told them that th- what, three guys right. in, in hoodies or something right. had approached uh, his girlfriend. And- Her name was uh, Jacqueline yeah. Dix. His name is, you've been pronouncing it Zaire, huh? Zaire, Zaire, yeah. Zaire, Zaire, he spells it C-I-R-E. King is his last name, the guy they're looking for, 44 yeah. years old. This is in Brooklyn, and look, this is Thursday. This Was this Tuesday or was this Monday night? Uh, I think it was uh, Monday night. Might have been Monday night. I think it was Monday Just night. Execution style. This this woman, uh, uh, Ms. Dix, was an MTA conductor. She was, I guess, coming home from work. She was in her conductor uniform, and she was shot in the head, execution style, in Brooklyn. And listen, we knew that there was some. Uh, squirrely circumstances here because that that is so personal when you walk up to someone to shoot him in the head it's it's not there's no robbery motive 
you know, shoot right, him. There was no robbery. We, there was nothing. We taken. knew that there was something, and I, I'm sure the cops knew that it had to be somebody extremely close to her, most likely. But they let the the boyfriend go, and now guess what? He's gone. So he has fled. Who who the hell knows where this guy is? Hey, it's like that uh, the, the bank robber, the Connecticut guy. Did they catch him in San Diego? The guy, yeah, the guy that knocked off the Greenwich, Connecticut, the same bank twice, two days in a row. We we did the story uh, last week. You don't, you don't, you, I you forgot don't, already. Really? Yeah, the guy robs you the did? same Maybe bank. Did it on your afternoon show? No, we did it right here, Len. Really? We, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, oh, Joe wasn't here. He wouldn't know. No, Joe. Joe, you hear Joe? We did that story. I think you were. It took a few days off, didn't yeah. you? Last week? last week, it took a few days yeah. off. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I, truthfully, I don't remember the story. Yeah, that guy fled, and okay. I believe they found him in San Diego. Listen, loaded program, folks. Don't move. Just getting rolling here on a Thursday morning. We're on uh, Trump gridlock watch today, obviously. It is 6-17. Let's grab some traffic. We're back in minutes. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. We say hi to Bernie Viter. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. On the voice of New York. 710 WOR. Natalie, our executive producer, joins us in the studio. So you're saying that there is a slight discrepancy. We're trying to put together the official plan for President Trump today. So he might be going to Trump Tower? What you- there's there's been one report that I saw from NBC that alluded to the to alluded that he might be going to Trump Tower from the airport. Well, let me tell you this. Intrepid. Well, intrepid. let me tell you this. I just looked on the Times site. Um, see, I thought he was meeting uh, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull of Australia at the Intrepid. According to this Times report, he comes into Kennedy Airport around three o'clock. He heads to the Peninsula Hotel in Manhattan. Right, that I heard for a meeting with Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, just south of Trump Tower. Right now, it's it indicates he's going to go to Trump stop off at Trump Tower. You know, I, and then he's going to go to the Intrepid. It seems that well, the Intrepid, I believe, is dinner. So the meeting, I believe that's correct. The meeting with the Prime Minister of Australia is roughly three o'clock. And then dinner is supposed to be right. on the Intrepid. And which, Trump Tower is right down the street from the peninsula. And this seems to, it doesn't say he's going to Trump Tower, but it has all the, it, lists, it makes it seem like he's going to go to Trump Tower before the Intrepid. Right. And they have barricades already along 56 from Trump Tower uh, to 2nd Avenue to Sutton Place. So they're they're barricading off that whole area. Right. Well, protesters were expected, even if Trump was not going to Trump Tower, they were preparing for protests right. at both Trump Tower today as well as over at the Intrepid, over on the west side. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never been to the Intrepid. Now I have. It's amazing. Yeah, my son has been there. He did a, a school field trip. I think my son even did a summer camp. I think he did a, a couple of day summer camp there last summer or the summer before. Now, dinner on the Intrepid. You oh, that's know, a big. I, I was there for a cocktail party, dinner party. So they do a lot of oh, events. Oh, sure. So yeah. they, they have, they have high end catering available. Well, I don't know if it's, yeah, I hope it's high end if it's the president. Because you know, as a tourist attraction, you just think that you, no, know, you can high. get you can get some pretzels and. Oh, I was there for they, a really nice. It was a really nice event. Uh, NBC ran an event uh, at the Intrepid several years ago. Right. And I remember there was a big cocktail party, big areas to sit down and eat, and it was very nice. 
I'd like to get over to the Intrepid. Oh, it's, 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 it's amazing. Certainly on my list. It's an amazing facility. All right, Natalie just handed me a report from Channel 4, and it says the president will spend the afternoon at Trump Tower, where security has intensified throughout the night. All right. I don't know how much time he can spend there if he if it's 3 o'clock at the peninsula. What time is he flying into JFK? He's, 3. Yeah, he leaves D.C. at 2. He's supposed to be here at 5.30, and the first event is at 5.30 at the Intrepid. So if it's 3 o'clock at the peninsula to meet with the prime minister, it's either hello, goodbye. He's not going to be able to spend much time at Trump Tower no. if he has to be at the Intrepid at 5.30. But it doesn't matter if he's there five hours or five minutes. It's that's still true. going to be the same amount of security. Yeah, that's true. All right, well... Protesters will be at Trump Tower. Hadn't you heard he was meeting the Prime Minister on the Intrepid? Well, that's what I had for, heard for dinner. Oh, I heard that's where the meeting was. No, no, no. I, I had always known you knew that, the Peninsula Hotel. I didn't know that. I knew that they were meeting. The actual meeting for business right. purposes was off-site, and that the Intrepid okay. dinner was scheduled for later tonight. Right. I think the the main issue here is if you're in New York today, you're in Manhattan. Just get ready. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a fun day. Yeah. Do you ever get stuck in one of those? We had a night once where Clinton was in town, and it was the week before Christmas when you had a zillion people around Rockefeller Center, Twice and it was the raining. week before Christmas. This is a very funny story. And it was raining, yeah. and Clinton's in town. Nothing was moving. And we, the entire on-air staff, had to get to a cocktail dinner party that the general manager of the station was throwing for is us. Channel 4? Channel 4. Right. So it was like Chuck and Sue and myself. We all had to and Janice. We all had to get to the... And none of us knew how to take the subway. Oh my! God. So you, <laughs> we all you, had, we all did. And Michelle Marsh, who used to be an anchor at the time, so we all had to take the subway as a group trip. None of us knew how to do it. Whoa, how whoa, do you get? Whoa, a, whoa. How do you get a, how, a how metro card? Not, how do you not know how to take the subway? None of us took the subway. Sue never took the subway. Chuck never. Whoa, I never whoa, did. Well, whoa, I drove whoa, in from whoa, Long whoa, Island. Whoa, I never hey, took the subway. Hey, I mean, even like I believe. <laughs> I believe Tom Brokaw used to be well, a regular subway you, user. So here's the funny thing. We even, had to change even, it. To even get- when Tom Brokaw was doing NBC Nightly News, Len. Bro- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okaw used to take the subway, I believe, from the Upper East Side. So we didn't know where we were going. We had to change trades. We're looking out. We're kind of looking around like we're lost. And somebody turned to me and said, idiot, it's Times Square. Just like that. He said, <laughs> you didn't know where you were? I didn't, I didn't know where well, I was. The subway I, doesn't go over there. What? It doesn't go all the way to the Intrepid. No, 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 no. We weren't going to the Intrepid. Oh, okay. We were going somewhere else oh. downtown, and we had to change subways, and we had to take the subway, and it was just mayhem with, with Clinton in town and the rain and the <laughs> Christmas week. It was the funniest thing. That's the five sad. of us on a field trip and other passengers on the subway were just laughing because you know, we didn't know what the hell we were that's doing. That's breaking news. Yeah. Yeah. That Len Berman, Chuck Scarborough, Sue Simmons. Yeah, what, and Michelle Marsh. What year was this? Well, Clinton was president, so between 92 to, 94. I guess around 96, somewhere in there. Okay, so yeah. second term. Yeah, somewhere and, in there. I mean, that's breaking news that yeah. you guys did not use the subway. Well, the funny thing is, how do we get on the subway? Because none of us had Metro cards. So how do you do this? 
Well, it was a hilarious. You, it was a hilarious field trip. Buy a Metro card. Well, someone bought a card and they swiped it for all of us, I think. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but I took the subway to high school from Queens. I would get up at 5 in the morning and we, I would take three different subways to get to Stuyvesant I know, High School. And back then it was a nickel. Right? No, it wasn't. It was 15 cents. <laughs> and my favorite story was I handed a token clerk a quarter and she said, how many? And I was at Stuyvesant. I said, well, I, I'm thinking one. If it's 15 cents, and I give her a quarter, and she said, how many? I said, I'm thinking one. If I'm not mistaken, just a little bit of presidential New York City traffic nightmare history. Which president actually ushered in a traffic term? A traffic term. That's not a gridlock. Well. Because the first time I heard gridlock had to do with the uh, New York City subway strike. Yeah. You're, you're close with gridlock. Not but gridlock. Which president? There was a there was a, another term. There was a term used hmm. when a president came to town, right. and there was actually a nickname for this. And I think it might have been the first time that was used to describe presidential traffic nightmares. Hmm. What was it? It was, to the best of my recollection, it was Bush one, and they used to call it Bushlock. Hmm. When when President Bush George yeah. George H W Bush, Bush would Lock. come to town, I, I remember. So that would have been I, I want to because I was I was living in the city. Well, I was living in the city in ninety one and ninety two. So, so it was like back during nine in that because that's when you know Bush was in office from uh, eighty nine until you know Clinton was inaugurated on January twentieth, nineteen ninety three. So Bushlock. I don't remember that. Yeah. Maybe they, that's what they said at your radio station. Well, no, I never heard I, that. I, well, I, 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 I was worked, on TV then. I, I don't remember in, that. Yeah, it was Bushlock. Never heard of that. Hey. You ever hear of Bushlock? Yeah, probably. Oh, don't <laughs> humor him. No, no, really. He just made no, it up. I, I didn't make it up, and no. today we're going to have some Trump lock. Trump lock. Yeah, some Trump lock is on the way. 631, it's Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning here on 710 WLR. Joe Bartlett with headlines. What do you have, Joe? Well, Todd, while the president heads to New York, all the action is in Washington today. The House is set to vote to repeal and replace Obamacare. House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy says Republicans have the votes to pass the measure. The first House Republican health care bill collapsed in March. And how do they feel about this one? Well, here is Democrat Nancy Pelosi. It's a joke. It's a very sad, deadly joke. Well, they've got the votes to pass this one, whether you like it or not. Street vendor fighting for his life after he foiled a robbery at his stand. Can I stop you for a second? What? So, the Republicans, it's believed well, that they have the votes, and I can't. Leader be- said you have yeah, them. Right? I can't believe that Ryan's going to take it to a vote. Correct. A if second time, if he doesn't have the correct, vote. Yes. correct. That that was the mistake the first time around. Right now, the second time around, you had two uh, Republican holdouts that were called to the White House, and you know, talk about the art of the deal. Talk about negotiation. Trump flipped these two guys. Yes, right. I saw uh, the guy last night, yeah. Two uh, congressmen, right. they were flipped by Trump. So it's believed that they do have the votes. If it's going to the floor for a vote, i got to believe that Ryan has the votes. However, this has big problems in the Senate. So the celebration is going to be kind of short-lived. Also all over the uh, pre-existing conditions it clause. Is. Yeah. And there are issues, and, and I hate to say that the Democrats are correct, the fund for pre-existing conditions, its that's a drop in the bucket compared to what's going to be needed. The $8 billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into these details later on. What else, Joe? Uh, that street fender fighting for his life. This is horrible. Did you see uh, that yeah, video? Yeah, it did. It's awful. This absolutely is awful. Absolutely awful video. Three guys smacked this guy and 
and punch him while he's down. It's awful. And all because a guy tried to rob him, and he stopped him. Then the guy came back with some friends, oh. and then they, they beat him. Beat and the crap out of the guy. Is, is he still critical? Yes, and oh, uh, hit tough. his head on the sidewalk. No arrests yet. Uh, no arrests yet for that murder of the MTA conductor, Jacqueline Dix. They're now looking for her boyfriend. And, uh, of course, today is Star Wars Day. Hey, Luke. May the force be with you. I, I just played that for ah, you, Dave. Todd uh, said, just for you, Todd. But I, you know, Todd said, "Don't do it." More, more importantly, oh, more man. importantly, it's also National Password Day. Um, oh, you mean one, two, three, four, five, six? Yeah, that may be you. Uh, advice from experts is to not reuse your password on multiple sites. I bet every I, when I do it. Uh, how about the Google phishing scam that That's really another one, yeah. came to light Scary. yesterday? Hold on, if you don't know about the Google phishing scam. Do not open up a certain email. Uh, it actually it hit our company. We had we had a bunch of emails that went out from uh, IT. Uh, do not open up this particular email. This is going all over the place. A billion of them apparently went out. If you don't know about the Google email phishing scam, we'll tell you next. Also, as the kids are getting ready for school today, Len, how about we dedicate a moment for some outstanding students this morning? Hmm, which ones are you going to talk about? How about you find out next? <laughs> you, you, it's on a need-to-know basis around here. On 710 WOR, it's Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Traffic first and Bernie Viter. All right, go on. You can admit it, folks. We're not going to make fun of you. But with this whole Google phishing scam, what do you say we open up the phones and ask if any of our listeners... Fell for this yesterday. You know, it's come to the point. Here's the number, 800-321-0710. If you got the Google Doc phishing scam email yesterday, so you get an email from either someone you know or someone you don't know asking you to help edit this Google Doc and you click on the link. If you got this yesterday and then clicked on it and opened it up and then after the fact you found out that this was a big phishing scam to steal your information, get access to your email, your address book. If this happened to you yesterday, just photo us up. Just, just want to chat for a second. 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710 if you were hit by this Google phishing email scam yesterday. How does this thing work? It looks like a real, it comes from one of your own contacts, right? Well, it can or it can come from somebody random. So it, it, it could be either or. In right. fact, most people, I think it came from a contact or an email address that they didn't know. Oh. You know, what it comes down to these days, even when I get something from a known or trusted address, my first inclination is scam. So anytime oh, I delete it, yeah. Anytime, if, there, if you have to click on yeah. it to read it, I delete it. I don't. I don't click on anything. No, no clicks, right? Unless I know specifically who it's coming from, and I know I'm expecting, let's say, a word document from a specific individual. Right. But again, it's come to the point where I doubt first, and I think most people should be this way. I doubt first. Correct. Trust later. Correct. Is I the, agree. the way that I operate. Oh, I agree. So, Especially because you get a lot of things from your contacts and it says, person you haven't heard from in a while, and all of a sudden it says you have to click a link, and I, I don't click. Anybody no. fall for the Google Docs so what scam? So what would this thing, what does it actually look like or tell you to right. do? Did well, you have to put in information? It, it had like subject, uh, was uh, some name. It would be like a random name. The subject line would be uh, so-and-so has shared a document on Google Docs with you, then from some sender. And then when you opened it up, 
it would say, again, some random name has invited you to view the following document, and then there would be a, a link to click on the Google Doc. So that's what the email looked like. But did you have to log in with your email well, address? Or when you open that up, apparently it would it would plant something malicious on your computer oh. and then have access to... So you didn't have to put in a password or your, to open it up or your Gmail password or anything like that? Uh, you know, I don't know whether you had to log in. Right. I think they... A lot of times you do when you get documents. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I didn't have this. I didn't go through all the steps. Right. But the bottom line is if you get an invitation to edit a Google Doc... Do not. Yeah. It's it's a racket. I know that I saw some of the IT folks sent out uh, emails. And for whatever reason, this was especially hitting media companies hard. So I think here at iHeart, this was going around throughout the company. And other media organizations, it seemed, were in the first wave of this phishing scam hack attack. So, uh, Natalie, I saw you were uh, doing some phones over there. Uh, if anyone, listen, we're not going to yell at you. I just want to know what happened. So if you got hit with this Google Doc phishing scam, uh, give us a buzz. I'm just curious, when you clicked on it, what happened? And maybe you can answer some of our questions. Uh, Len, you want to know if it if you had to log in? Yeah, a lot of times when you have to share a doc, you have to log in with your email address, especially on Gmail if it's a Google Doc. Right. 800-321-0710. So we're not going to make funny. I mean, come on. Share the information. Help with the intel. It's a public service. Hey, Natalie, a guy called and he dropped off, but he told you he got the uh, he got. What the did he tell you? Well, he had just said he had gotten a suspicious email like that, but when he got to the link, um, it was asking some kind of question, so he didn't go any further. Yeah. I can see that. Well, I'm just curious if you had a login because that's what I got nailed once. You know, you, you get something that looks so official. I think it was a LinkedIn thing. It said just log into your account, and I didn't. Of course, I was scammed and uh, had my information. But a bunch of media organizations, reporters, got this yesterday. Uh, Google, they put out a statement. Uh, Google said we've removed the fake pages, pushed updates through safe browsing. And our abuse team is working to prevent this kind of spoofing from happening again. Hmm. We have taken action to protect users against an email impersonating Google Docs and have disabled offending accounts. So that's what Google posted yesterday afternoon. So claiming, they were all over. They were all over. Yeah, they were. It seemed that they were on it pretty quickly. But what Qu- this quicker than Facebook? It seems. <laughs> Uh, you know, Facebook now. They've hired all these people to look for stuff. For like 3,000 3, people. 3,000 folks I to like look at Facebook Live. and So there's no murders on Facebook or rapes or sexual abuse or whatever. How about that? Yeah. I think that, uh, what's his face? I think Zuckerberg's going to do it himself. So, hey, when we get back, uh, these lovely teenagers. Oh, uh, you know, the, these, lo- you know, it's just great to have, you know, great kids these days. And we've got a great uh, a teenage school story next. On 710 WOR, traffic first and Bernie Viter. Oh, let's talk about the fine youth of America. Now, listen, most kids are great, but, well, every once in a while, things take a bad turn, Len. Which one are you referring to well, here? I have several in my... Do you know what catfishing is? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I had that in my morons pile. Yeah, I do know what catfishing is. You know what catfishing is? is? Yes, I do. Uh, Ray, I would seem uh, to think that uh, this would be right up Ray's alley, yeah. too, uh... Right. Uh, Natalie, do you know what catfishing is by any chance? I do. Right, give us your description of catfishing. Well, isn't it when you're 
you're posing as someone else online to lure someone in? Yeah, dude, there was a documentary. Remember that? There's the, a TV show about it. The, oh, I saw a documentary like maybe I don't know, five six years ago about catfishing. And I can't remember, the, you know, I think it was it was called Catfish, as well, a matter of fact. This, football might been, this might have been that show. What they would do right. is there would be people who would, you know, be contacting someone online, you know, for dating purposes or something. And then they thought something was unusual and they right. didn't know who they were. And then these people would come in and investigate and find out it was an ex-boyfriend right. posing as someone else. So the deal is you befriend or you um, make contact and you start a relationship with somebody online under false pretenses. And then you extract information. And in some cases, if you start an online romance, you might be exchanging some sexy emails. You might be exchanging, Len, some sexy pictures. Now, well, don't uh, you remember that football player? He thought yeah. it was a, his yep. imaginary girlfriend? That's right. Yeah, Man- Manti Teo, oh, I believe. M- yeah, that's right. Yes. And that was all catfishing. It, it, it and was. And he claimed he had this girlfriend and yep. this whole thing, and it wasn't a girlfriend. Oh, that was so embarrassing for, yeah. that, for that guy. Yeah. Uh, and and let, let, listen, I, you're kind of vulnerable. I could see you sending out nude pictures to some hot babe you think you met online. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, what I would do. I, if there's I, one I, thing I would do in my life, I would I would wienerize. Well, how, how do I know that you haven't done it in the past? You don't. It, so it's possible. It's Anything's possible. <laughs> so yes, it's all possible. That's catfishing. Yeah. And these, these fine ute in North Carolina, they catfished one of their teachers at school. Yeah. So these students, two North Carolina high school students, used the catfishing scam. They got nude pictures of a veteran female teacher at their high school, and then they started. Uh, Wasn't well, a female? I thought I read a male teacher. I thought it was a female teacher. All right. Maybe it was. Uh, Maybe I, I read it wrong. I, I could be. I, I thought I, th- I saw a female teacher. Oh, here it is. I got it here. You got it. Two North Carolina right. teens are facing charges that they catfished their French teacher. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought I had read in one at least one source that it was a female teacher. Okay. That, that's what that's what I had read. Listen, male, female. The, the story is that you got to be careful on who you meet and what you divulge online. So then they extract the, this nude photograph from the teacher, right? And then they start distributing it and showing it to kids at school. Now, what kind of devious plot you got? I'm, I'm looking at the mug shots. It was David. The guy. So it, it was a male? Yeah, listen, it was Dave. Yeah, go ahead. French teacher named David Laughinghouse. Okay, well, then I, I stand corrected. So it's a male teacher. Yeah, they, they catfished a male teacher. So David. And, and he shared his, he was a 51-year-old, right. and they got X-rated photos of him. So David Laughinghouse is now the laughing stock? Is Correct. that what you're saying? Well, they shared the. Ugh. But they took the kids into custody. I mean, they they did. They did. Oh, yeah. oh, perp walk and everything. Yeah. I mean, there were mug shots released. Uh, I'm looking at the mug shots of the two students. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, look. look here are the mug shots. A girl and a guy. Uh, uh, exactly. Wow. A, a male and a female yeah. were busted. 16 years old. Oh, here. They gave their names. Brian Anderson yep. and Brittany Luckenbaugh. And they're in trouble. They're in a whole lot of trouble. Charged with misdemeanor disclosure of private images. $5,000 unsecured bond. They have a court date set for mid-June. Wow. This is Onslow County in North Carolina and the Swansboro High School. Still, I don't know why the teacher would share these pictures. Something a little icky there. A little little online, uh, you know, sex chat and 
you think you're meeting somebody and they but that's the whole catfishing scam so right. you know we're talking about the google doc scam don't fall for that also don't be catfished hey how about wilmer flores the right. the lovable wilmer flores sure. and the Mets. he thought he had a mosquito bite yeah it was a lot more serious i mean was this like what a, like a staph infection of some, yeah, of some sort absolutely i mean you realize that like staph infections in the past. There are people that have lost limbs. Yes, yes, this was serious. Mets just called him up, so hopefully he's all better because they could, you know, use him. Uh, I mean, this this is awful. You know, everyone loves Wilma Flores, yep. and of course, what a... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It happened when he know. was not traded. Yeah, exactly. He, he was, and, and, and he was crying, crying on the field. Yeah. And that seemed to be a big turnaround, not only for him, but for the team in 2015. The, yeah. Exactly. Yep. And he thought he had a mosquito bite. Yep. It turned out he had a, a staph infection. I know. That's serious stuff. And they had to put him on uh, antibiotics via uh, IV. Right. This went on for a couple of weeks, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there are stories like this, Len, where where people, they, they can't get the staph infection under control. You, know, you get, like, necrotizing fasciitis or you get you know, this, this flesh-eating bacteria. they are people that literally, they, they've lost arms and legs. Well, he's okay. Thank goodness. Well, yeah, absolutely. But this could have, and he thought it was a mosquito bite, so be very, very careful. Rolling up on 7 o'clock, we're going to talk to Alice Stockton-Rosini on the uh, big challenges for traffic. Uh, the president in town, we'll get to it after the news at 7. Live from the media capital of the world, New York City, it's Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 7. 10 W-O-R. Hey, what? There's no buzz on. I, I heard it in your sports report last hour. What did you hear? Uh, I heard this particular item in your sports report last hour. Oh, which item? And there's no buzz on this thing. talking about the derby? Huh? Yeah, what's going Nothing. on? Nothing. Just the, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. It just seems that... Used to be, you know, that you always say the first Saturday in May, the most exciting two minutes in sports. You're right. There's no... When you said buzz, I said, uh-oh, did, was, did we record the audio with a yeah, buzz no, in the background? No, no, no hum. Yeah. No, but there's like no buzz on the Derby. Nothing. Yeah. You no, know, we went to the Derby, my wife and I and the kids, we went to the Derby back in 2012, I believe. Uh-huh. It was kind of on our bucket list to get... Right. To, and Michelle had signed up for the lottery... To get tickets, and, and got them, huh? we, we got them. Wow, good and we, for you. And we were able to pick all the different levels. Did you all have mint juleps? Uh, we did not. Yeah. I know you're supposed to. And Michelle, Michelle and Chloe got funny little hats. That's cute. So they did that. I've never been to the Kentucky and, Derby. You got one up on me. And we could have spent a fortune on tickets, but we opted for the cheapest seat in the house. Why not? We had the furthest bleacher, <laughs> and we had the we had the last row in the furthest bleacher. Which side were you on the infield side or the? So, yeah, but we were right at the starting gate. Oh, that's nice. But I mean, so it was really amazing. We got we got them got the the view of loading the horses up. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then we also had the home stretch when they're coming around the home stretch with that's the nice. mud flow, the yeah. dirt flying. I thought it was fantastic. Maybe because so, there's no super undefeated horse. Joe's a big horse guy. There's no super horse this year. Is that why there's no buzz? No, there's no super horse. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. There's, there's no. Yeah, it, there's no really favorite yet. Yeah. Well, they have this horse that's uh, you know, 
there's only a couple of them that are single digits. Yeah. So I, I don't think they know who's going to win this race. 20 horses. You, you know what it is? Full we just went through the whole triple crown thing, so we're, we've done that. Hey, speaking true. of horses, just for a second before we go to Alice, uh, Alice is going to give us the full uh, shebang. Speaking on, of horses? On, no. <laughs> is that what you no, said, no, speaking of horses? No, no, something else, Len, not, not Alice. We're gonna, I, didn't like that. We're, I didn't like that segue. I'm very protective of my queen of the streets. It, nothing to do with Alice. Okay, I'm saying, good. speaking of horses, and then we'll get to Alice. Oh, oh, oh. But last weekend, I, I flip on the TV, and I think it was CBS, CBS Sports. They had a polo game on. No. Uh, yes. Wow. Really? That's exciting. I'm like, what? <laughs> Next week, cricket. Like, th- was there nothing else for know. CBS Sports to do? I it have was, no idea. I think it was... Might have been Sunday afternoon. What, where was this big polo match? Down in, in Florida, in Wellington. You know, the polo grounds in, oh, sure. in Wellington. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? I, uh, I was, it was bizarre. They had like a whole uh, polo game well, on. They, they don't have baseball. It's uh, <laughs> They don't carry basketball. <laughs> God, they don't carry college. Hey, put, put on a rerun of like Murder, She Wrote or something. I mean, wow, polo. They had a polo game well, the on. The networks would put on bull riding or rodeo stuff. And... I don't think I've ever seen polo. I don't think I have either. I've seen. Did you ever see the elephant polo? They always put that on as a goofy highlight in India or something. All right, we're going to get into Stephen Colbert as yes. well. We'll grab some phone calls. Colbert last night, um, a half-assed apology for the the awful Trump joke. It was a non-apology apology. It, it was a it was half-assed. So we'll get to that here in just a bit. Big three stories. <laughs> I'm laughing before you do that. Yes. Just, I just get a kick out of our president, his last two tweets in the last five minutes. And they are. The fake news media is officially out of control. They will do or say anything in order to get attention. Never been a time like this. And then he tweets, congratulations to Fox and Friends on its unbelievable ratings hike. <laughs> what brought that on? I don't know. I have no idea. What was he watching? Is there well, a he's story? watching Fox and Friends. Wait a minute. Is there a story about Fox and Friends' ratings hike? I don't know. Well, I, think, I don't think their ratings are particularly great, so... You think they are for Fox and Friends? Uh, for cable TV, they're probably the highest rated among the cable news shows they in, beat in CNN, the morning. CNN yeah, they, oh, yeah, they they beat CNN. They beat MSNBC. I think that's just a CNBC given. CNBC too. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a given. Okay. Big three stories, and we'll talk to Alice on uh, Trump coming to town. Big three stories for us: health care vote in the House today. Looks like they have the votes. You know, looks like they have the uh, two sixteen to pass the repeal and replace. In the House, uh, there are some issues. There are some problems. Uh, I'm not buying into the fact that the pre-existing conditions issue is solved. However, listen, you can get all excited about, hey, maybe they've cobbled together and they've whipped enough votes into place to get 216 or 216 plus to pass. But this thing's got big, big problems over on the Senate side. So health care vote today. Uh, rounding out the big three, we've got President Trump in the city, and he's headed to New Jersey. We'll give all the details. Alice is going to give us uh, the whole rundown here in just a bit. And we have her out and about, and I wonder when the protesters are going to start gathering. And then uh, rounding out the big three, Stephen Colbert, the fallout, calls for him to be fired, the hashtag trending all day yesterday, uh, fire Colbert. So we'll get into all this momentarily. First, though, let's say good morning to Alice Stockton-Rosini from our 710 WOR Newsroom. Hey, Alice. How you guys doing? It's a beautiful day here in front of Trump Tower. Everybody uh, walking around, streets are 
barricaded. We are on lockdown. Really? And- Describe the scene. What what exactly? Because yeah. they, they did drag out all the barricades again. Now, security never evaporated, but it certainly was a whole lot less that Trump had not been back to Trump Tower since you know, Inauguration Day. So describe the scene. Where exactly are you? What kind of access do you have? What do you see? 56th and 5th Avenue. So the barricades go from 57th, and it looks like they go all the way down to 54th, 53rd. And then on 56th Street, this street is closed off. You have to go through uh, police to, to get onto this street. And I said, what's the deal with the press? Where Where is the press? Where is fake news supposed to park? <laughs> I don't know. The cop said, I don't know. I go, what do you mean you don't know? I go, uh, well, uh, my, our police cruiser was towed this morning. They're towing everybody. And I went, you got to be kidding whoa, me. Whoa, whoa, wait a sec. A police cruiser was towed? Towed, yeah. Because wow. Because they're out the street. I said, well, uh, I can see down at the end of the street, right behind the police command center, I see some uh, satellite trucks, and I see some NYT cars. He goes, well, go down there and find out. (laughs) (laughs) You're on your road, Alice. Okay, here we go. So wait a second. Now, Fifth Avenue is open to traffic, but just 56th Street is closed? Correct. Fifth Avenue. Cars are sailing down Fifth Avenue. But the barricades have, you know, people are walking by. I'm trying to talk to them. They're pretty snarky, rolling their eyes, you know, having to walk around blocks to get to work you know the same thing we found after the inauguration where you know they can't just you know take their usual route to work and that's uh that's that's left them pretty annoyed alice 56 56 closed between which avenues it's closed from what's after fifth madison it's closed yes. from madison to sixth avenue madison to sixth Six, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's a, that's a good long stretch. Which way does fifty six go? Is that the, is that an east or westbound? Uh, that goes. Uh, it goes east. Uh, it goes from west to east. east. West to yeah. east. From west to east, and then on the on fifty sixth Street side of uh, Trump Tower, I mean, there's like six black vehicles, and they have the tent up. They have the um, security checkpoints up. You know that cafe that's like right behind Trump Tower. There's a security. That's a back entrance to Trump Tower. There's a security checkpoint there, and then there's the tent out here on 56th Street. And now, are you with other media, or you're just wandering aimlessly? I am wandering aimlessly, as I do, because that's a good story. I wander around aimlessly, and I bump into people. I see two cameras here. One camera guy said, you know, we've got uh, somebody over at the Intrepid. And I just have to stay here all day camped out. So all right, now, Alice, what are you hearing schedule-wise? Because there are reports that that Trump is supposed to meet with the Prime Minister of Australia at 3 p.m., and this is at the Peninsula, the Peninsula Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. Now, But there are also reports yeah. that Trump is going to go to his home. He is going to Trump Tower for a bit. What are you hearing? Uh, well, I don't know how that's possible, because if you look at the schedule, I don't think he touches down. He lands at JFK at 3 o'clock. Right, so JFK. I thought get, it was two o'clock. Oh, get, it leaves Washington at two. Uh, I, I believe he's supposed to. I, so it leaves, it leaves Washington at two. at two. JFK at three. So he's not going to get the peninsula to four, and then he has to be at the right. Intrepid at five thirty. So there's not a lot of time right. to be at Trump Tower. But I imagine they might take him up to Trump Tower so he can change and get ready. That's true. So I don't know. If, 
he's coming to the Peninsula Hotel and he's meeting. Isn't he meeting with the Australian yes. Prime Minister here? Yes, correct. At like four o'clock. Or yes, something. yes. And then he goes over to the Intrepid for the dinner thing, and then they stand together and reminisce about you know what we have in common and fending off the Japanese seventy five years ago. So, right. Uh, I. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, hold on, Alice. Don't poo-poo. That, that's, that was a that's, big. That was a big battle. Kind of important, I'm not Alice. That was not a poo poo. Okay, I'm just just making sure. <laughs> I don't want that's you to poo poo. Ofi- that's an official journalistic <laughs> phrase from the real news. <laughs> right. Not a poo poo. <laughs> no poo poo for you, buddy. No poo poo platter either. I guess with the Secret Service, you can do anything. You know, they could probably land him on the top of Trump Tower. I don't know, but he's going to have a very limited amount of time. But wherever he goes, it's just going to be. Can I say hell? It's going to be hell. It's going to be a mess because be imagine hell. getting Trump from the peninsula or from Trump Tower over to the Intrepid in uh. in the middle of rush hour, oh, five o'clock. Fun. Oh my! That's going to be fun. You know how much is going to have to be closed the Crosstown, correct? And then the uh. West Side Highway. What and a the downtown streets will have to be an uptown. Wow. All the cross streets will have wow. to be closed too. What a mess! Uh, it's going to be crazy. Right. Breakfast meetings. I say breakfast meetings. Like 6 a.m., why don't you get your business done? Because it's going to be crazy. You know what Manhattan's like at drive time, and it's a Thursday. Well, especially with all the de Blasio bike lanes. I mean, traffic traffic sucks already with these stupid bike lanes, and now, now this. Alice advising the president. Morning breakfast meetings, Mr. President. That's all we'll accept here. All right, Alice, we'll talk to you soon. See you later, kid. Okay, bye. And then we have the president leaving the city to go to the golf club in Bedminster. Well, you think that's going to be on Marine yeah, One? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard they're going to Marine One him from the city. Oh, and that makes that that'll be for traffic. That's 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 good. Yeah, that's much better than trying to drive him in a motorcade to Bedminster. So last I heard, it was Marine One over there. Hey, latest on Colbert. Have you heard Colbert's half-assed apology for this awful joke? The only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's holster. Oof. Uh, It's a non-apology apology. apology. Well, we have it. And we'll grab some phone calls next on 710 WOR. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. That fire Colbert hashtag uh, trending pretty heavy last 24 hours. You know, I'm not one to you know want the guy fired. I'm more of a free market guy. If you want to protest, if you want to organize, let's say, a boycott of advertisers, then let those chips fall where they may. But I'm not one to stifle free speech. But you can say it, but maybe you need to suffer the consequences for what you've said. Was this a fireable offense in your view? No, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think I don't so. think it's fireable. However, same as Jesse Waters the other day, it yeah. wasn't fireable. Let the chips fall where they may, and yeah. just like Colbert and his writers can say what they want. I mean, it's still venomous. It is still vicious. It's still nasty. And the comedy was not written in a funny fashion. It was it was written in a real biting, mean spirited way. Oh, Gorge Washington, you didn't, you didn't like that line. Well, so that was kind of funny, but well, that, you, that all led up to that. Exactly, but when you get into... The only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's holster. Yeah, that was over. I Hello? thought it was over the line. That is. I did. It is. I thought it was over the it line. It is over the line. Yeah. But as far as firing about the president him. of the United States here. I mean, there, isn't there a modicum of decorum left anywhere in America well, anymore? The, the apology last yeah. night was... Well, it wasn't really an it apology. Was, it was a mock job. 
It was. It was a non-apology apology. I just realized that mock rhymes with. You just realized that. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, you want to take Are some. Are you taking stock of that? <laughs> you you want to take some phone calls? Are you looking at the clock? Uh, no, yeah. I'm just, no, I'm just rhyming everything. Oh, 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 oh. Just... Uh, let's grab a couple of calls. 800-321-0710. Are you wearing a smock? <laughs> you want to dance around it all morning long? 800-321-0710. Are you one that thinks that Colbert should be fired or, you know, listen, it's free speech and the, the those that want to protest Colbert have all the right. I, I wouldn't call for his firing. However, last night he did mock the situation, and it was a non-apology. I don't understand what he said after it. Did you understand well, yeah. his, his bit? He, what he was, was he saying he's there? He's being a wise-ass. Here, listen. If you saw my monologue on Monday, uh, you know that I was a little upset with Donald Trump for insulting a friend of mine. So, at the end of that monologue, I had a few choice insults for the president in return. I don't regret that. <laughs> can take care of himself. I have jokes. He has the launch codes. So, it's a fair fight. So, he doesn't regret the homophobic gay slur that, and I guess from what I understand, that that term, a a bleep holster, that's sort of uh, degrading that a guy, all he's good for is for having the other guys, uh, you know, you know in, I didn't realize his, it, you know what? I didn't realize it was a gay slur. I just thought it was a shot across the bow. I didn't, you know, I didn't view that as homophobic. And then Colbert last night. So while I would do it again, I would change a few words that were cruder than they needed to be. Now, I'm not going to repeat the phrase, but I just want to say, for the record, life is short. And anyone who expresses their love... For another person in their own way is to me an American hero. So that's putting another guy's in your... Is that what he means by that? Yeah, I, I think that's it. And I think we can all agree on that. I hope even the president and I can agree on that. Nothing else but that. I, I didn't really get what that meant. I thought he should have stopped it. I, I The words were a little bit cruder than it should have been, and he should have... Left it there. Yeah. There was also a big campaign. People were calling the CBS switchboard and, right. and flooding that yesterday with complaints. Right. To the phones, Glenn in Astoria. Glenn, you're on with Len and Todd. Hi. Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You got it. What's your thought, Glenn? Yeah. Uh, my thought is one that uh, being fired, no, but it just shows what I call lack of respect. Uh, you may not like the guy, but uh, he's still the president of the United States. And it just seems to me that. It's getting more and more with the left, just lack of respect. I mean, the way I was brought up and I brought up my sons is, yeah, respect for people. Listen, uh, well, I wouldn't make it a left thing. But I, you know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think they're right. No, Certainly no, showed disrespect no. for Obama. But, yes, Len, I think there is a lack of respect for the, for the, for the office in this case. It is a, it is a left thing no, because it is. No, it oh, is. the right didn't, the, wasn't slamming Obama uh, and of, of course. calling but, him all kinds of names but, and racial things? Come on, Tom. Len, no. The con- a left Len! Thing. The context is in the writing of the jokes, you didn't have 
that type of venom, the writers didn't go after Obama on the level of the bleep holster with Trump's mouth and Vladimir Putin's unit. Why don't you just leave that, it? Why don't you just leave it that it wasn't respectful to the office of the president of the United States? Anything doesn't go these days, although it seems to. And and don't make it a right left thing. Everything doesn't have to be right left. Well, guess what? The writers on Colbert are turning it into right left. Let's uh, thanks, Glenn. Let's check out the uh, Jim in Bayside. Your thought, Jim. Yeah, well, I just think that uh, it showed definite disrespect for the office. I agree. I wonder if it was said about Obama, what everyone was up in arms about. I don't know. I, people always flip and say, well, if it was about Obama, then it would have been. The point, I don't know if that. Len, the point is you wouldn't have that quality, that style of joke against Obama. It is hatred for Republicans and especially for Trump, who won as a Republican. Boy, I heard a lot of crap that was thrown at Obama. I really did. Oh, a lot yeah, of on, it was racial. On, on the on the late night shows with well, the, the just, writing on on. What, I heard uh, in a lot of shows. No. I heard in a lot yeah. of places. Where, where? Tell me. Give me. Give well, me. Give me have, some examples. I don't have to rip people I know, but I well, heard tell a lot me. Of, no, I don't have to. Tell me. What, give me one thing that compares to uh, Trump's mouth is Vladimir Putin's blank holster. You didn't hear all the racial things against Obama. Where, what were you, tone deaf what, for eight years? What jokes on what well, late night shows? Okay. What monologues had racial I'll, jokes I'll against Obama? It. I'll just leave it there. Obama what, what was given all kinds of crap that was over the hill from the, over the top from, from the right. From what so late night shows? Not on late night shows. Right. You're talking about personal stories, you know, or, or, you know, stories that you heard about people making racial comments. No, not, I heard not, them on the air. Not, where? Yeah, well, on radio stations. Like TV what? stations. Like I what? did. Give me an example. Whatever. Let's, you don't have to go there. Barry is in Farmingdale. Hello, Barry. You're on with Lennon Todd. Hey, thanks. Listen, you know, these liberals, uh, we complain that they're snowflakes and that they're offended so easily. So I hate to see that when we conservatives act like that, I, I think we're giving him too much power. It's comedy. We know he's disrespectful. And if we're going to start playing that we're offended so easily in our feelings, then we're acting like they are, you know? And listen, that's what I'm saying. You know, I wouldn't move to fire him. It's us versus them. But uh, it's freedom of speech. However, guess what? Those that are angry at Colbert, they can organize and call for a boycott, et cetera. Hey, Cheryl in uh, New Jersey. Cheryl, you're next up with Lennon Todd. Doing? Good morning. How are you? Guys. Good. I love you guys so much. You're great. Thanks, I Cheryl. I you every morning. Um, and with that being said, I just want to say there's a level of respect for the president and it shouldn't be crossed. I love the guy. He usually is very funny, but he shouldn't have went to that point. And also, I just wanted to say that everybody has freedom of speech, but there is a cutoff point. Would you fire and him, Cheryl? He, would you fire no, the guy? I would not, I would not fire okay. him, but I would have him censored on what he says. Hey, listen, look what happened with advertisers and uh, calls for boycotting uh, Bill O'Reilly. But are we seeing any of that? Are we seeing any no. advertisers dropping off because of that joke on, on Colbert's show? Well, this lawsuits yeah. and sexual abuse, I think that's a whole other yeah, level. A double standard. All right, let's, so. let's do tickets now. These are my personal seats, folks. Mets tickets, my Todd Schnitt personal seats right now. Caller number 21, 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. My personal seats for the Mets and the Giants, May 10th City Field. You want to purchase tickets, go to Mets.com slash tickets. Headlines at 733. Joe, what do you have? Well, Todd, as uh, the president heads to New York today for that meeting with the Australian Prime Minister on the Intrepid, in Washington, the House votes today on a measure to repeal and replace Obamacare. The House Majority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, Says Republicans do have the votes to pass it. The president and vice president have been working to whip up the votes 
among House Republicans. One major sticking point has been making sure that protecting pre-existing conditions is covered under that plan. Search continues today for the killer of that MTA conductor, Jacqueline Dix. Police are looking for her boyfriend, Zaire King. He apparently made up the story about his girlfriend being attacked by three men. Bronx vendor critically hurt after he foiled a robbery at a stand at East 149th Street and 3rd Avenue, viciously beaten by three men. Uh, They are now being sought. And Queen Elizabeth's husband, Prince Philip, retiring from public life in August, according to a statement out this morning from Buckingham Palace. Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, is 95 years old. The Queen is 91. And Nicholas Witchell, a royal editor for the BBC, says before the announcement, there was actually a staff meeting at the palace. Bit of a surprise, really, that they would uh, feel it necessary to bring staff in, to brief staff before putting out this statement. Mm-hmm. But that's what they've done. They've brought staff in from uh, different royal households uh, in uh, wanting to tell them before making this public. There you go. The staff were the first to hear. <laughs> now, uh, royal <laughs> sources, by the way, say rumors that either the Queen or Duke are in poor health are not true. Now, uh, listen, uh, Joe, I don't want to bust your ass over your arse. I'm sorry. I don't want to bust your arse over there. Yeah, but you, s- you said Edinburgh... And they're gonna, the, the, the Brits will get very aggravated oh, with Edinburgh. that. Edinburgh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Joe, you left out the big story of the morning. I can't believe you left this out. Yeah. I, I what once would said, that be? I yeah. once, by the way, I once said Edinburgh, and I had all kinds of British call up and, and oh, yell at me like, well, like, you know, like that's 20 years like ago. Yeah. You left out the big story. What's that? Apparently, Joe Scarborough and Mika got engaged over the weekend. So you, oh. left, out, you left out the headline. Well, I thought they were having trouble. That's really? why they went away. Oh, I, th- I think uh, they went away to get engaged. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's hey, the word on page six. Have you guys heard about the Staten Island squirrel shooter? Yes. Boy, you're taking <laughs> all the morons and putting them out earlier. Wait a minute. The Staten Island squirrel shooter. You bet. Do you know why he shot the squirrel? I know with what. No, no, no. It, it, it's, it gets better. Do you know why the Staten Island squirrel shooter shot the squirrel? Um, I'm going to read it right now. Well, uh, well, uh, folks, I, I know why, folks. This is don't don't don't. I uh, got it. Don't I, give it away it now. No, no. Okay. After the break on seven ten W O R, Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning traffic time is Bernie Viter. Seven forty three, Len. And did you cheat? Did you look up? Why the guy on Staten Island shot the squirrel? I couldn't find it. My my ah. story. You said my story was wrong. No, no, I didn't say it was wrong. I said the story you had didn't have all of the, the pertinent information. Details. He said he shot the squirrel right. on Staten Island with a bow and arrow because the squirrel was trespassing right. on his property. And I found another story that said he was on his house. But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is now time to deal with the Staten Island squirrel shooter. Yeah. His name is. Jonathan Mangia, or maybe it's Manja. Manja, eat. Maybe you uh, wanted to eat some squirrel. It's Jonathan, M-A-N-G-I-A. How does, how does squirrel taste? He's 27 years old, and the story, Natalie, did you grow, where in Staten Island did you actually grow? Natalie's from Staten Island. Yeah, born yes, and I, raised. I, at, yes, I, grew, I lived there for about 30 years. At what part of Staten Richmond Island? Richmond Town. Okay. This is uh, Eltingville. Ah, that's where my high school was. In 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 Eltingville. Well, th- did you know uh, Jonathan Manja? <laughs> no, I did Or Mangia? No. You ever shoot at squirrels on Staten Island? Sure. Well, this guy was arrested for using a crossbow to kill crossbow. to yeah. kill squirrels. Yeah, she's a crossbow. Yeah, doesn't everyone on Staten Island use their crossbow? Did Anybody- you use the- 
Yeah. No, I never did. Do you know how close the houses are in Staten Island? Your neighbor, you can yeah. see your neighbor in from your kitchen window into their kitchen window. Well, did your neighbor have a crossbow? <laughs> I hope not. What, what was the reason for uh, Jonathan Mangia on Staten Island? What so was wasn't the, the squirrel wasn't trespassing? Well, no, the squirrel was trespassing, oh, okay. apparently. But However, there's more to the story. Yeah. The reason why he allegedly shot the squirrel with a crossbow, killing the squirrel. Oh, you didn't tell me the squirrel died. Yeah, squirrel squirrel didn't make it. Oh, no. In fact, uh, we have some of his squirrel friends on the phone. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry for your loss. Do we have a comment from Alvin and the Chipmunks, maybe? <laughs> yeah, no hope. The reason why he used the crossbow then to yes. kill the squirrel? Yes. He didn't like the way the squirrel looked at him. Oh. He looked at them kind of <laughs> oh, squirrely. Sounds like a good reason to me. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Look, looked at them kind of squirrely, huh? Yeah, you know what? The, the squirrel made a funny face at me. You know, he gave uh, me a gave me a look. He gave me a like gave me a stare. So I shot him with my crossbow. I understand that. I have a squirrel in my yard. I call him the crazy squirrel. Oh, and the squirrel oh. the squirrel makes faces at well, you? He comes right up. He goes on our deck, and he'll look right through the glass sliding window into my family room. Yeah, and he just stares. He's a crazy squirrel. Hey, he's looking for nuts inside your house. He's not getting in. <laughs> now I'll get my crossbow out. <laughs> oh my. He, literally, Channel 11, Pix 11 reported. He shot the squirrel because the squirrel was making faces at him. Well, <laughs> can't have that. It's, they have attitude, those squirrels on Staten Island. Where do they get that everyone from? Everyone in Natalie? Staten Island has a little come attitude. It's on, good. Come on. Really? A squirrel with tood. Give, give me a break. Anyway. <laughs> with uh, a crossbow. This is great. Shot the squirrel with a crossbow. Right. Uh, you got to be kidding me. Hey, and how about this? Down in Chinatown, right, you know, right down here from uh, Tribeca where we are, cops arrested a driver, hit one of those traffic agents. You know, the NYPD yeah. traffic agents right. that are directing traffic. Uh, guy arrested for hitting a traffic agent uh, when he was told not right. to make a turn. He's told don't turn, and he, and he barreled into her, right? He ac- actually hits the traffic agent with his car. I know. How about that? So arrested was David Arroyo, 48, driving a black Nissan Sentra. You are wearing out yeah. my morons pile with well, all these stories. But also, I want to point out that, you know, I walk home every night after my syndicated show, you know, after 6 o'clock. I witnessed right down here, uh, you know, the approach to the Holland Tunnel. It's right here. I, yeah. yeah, right here. I witnessed a guy get out of his car and was in the traffic guy's face. I mean, yelling in his face. That's not good. Uh, I didn't These guys s- are police. I didn't see any. Um, I didn't see any uh, injury, but I saw this guy in the guy's face. It could have come to blows. I think people are nuts on the roads. That's what I think. Seven forty-seven. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Seven ten. WOR traffic time. The latest now from Bernie Viter. Seven fifty. Fort Len. Let's pick up with road rage, where we left off just for a moment here. People are now, nuts on the roads, I'm telling you. Listen, I'm not condoning road rage in any sense whatsoever. It's idiotic. It's stupid. It, it can escalate. It could turn into you getting shot, run off the road. It's just not worth it. Just exactly. let let it go. Yep. So I'm not advocating any form of road rage. However. You're advocating this one, huh? No, I'm not. Uh-oh. I'm not. What 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 I'm about. To, uh, if you're just tuning in and you missed it, we're just telling the story at the end of last segment about this. Uh, NYPD traffic control agent in Chinatown. He's directing traffic. This was Tuesday, 540 in the afternoon. David Arroyo, 48, driving a black Nissan Sentra. This is from DNAinfo.com. And he was told you can't make a turn. So David Arroyo 
makes the turn. The traffic agent standing there trying to say no turns. So this guy knocks into the left knee of the traffic agent with his Nissan Sentra. Nice. With with the car. Hits the agent with the vehicle. That's ridiculous. They arrested him, I hope. Well, wait a minute. It got worse. So then Arroyo tried to then drive around the agent, knocking him in the knee. Then after the agent said, you just hit me, stop your car. Arroyo gets out of the car and then punches the traffic agent oh. in the face. Oh, come on. So not only did he knock the car into the, the agent's knee, then punches the guy. Now, well, that's an arrest. Oh, absolutely. That's assault. Oh. Uh, With a vehicle and otherwise. Uh, arrested on charges of assault, obstructing governmental administration, harassment, blah, yep. blah, blah. So this guy's yep. going to be, uh, I would imagine hitting the agent's got to be a felony, right? I would think. That's got to be a felonious charge. Right. The the point. Yeah, traffic agent's a cop. Yeah, the, it's not the, just a traffic. Yeah. It's not some guy waving traffic or a woman. It's a cop. The point I'm trying to make here was Len, this a woman, by the way. Uh, the traffic agent was a 49 year old male. Male. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 49 year old male NYPD traffic agent. Okay. The point I'm trying to make regarding road rage. I don't condone any form of road rage, but if you're going to road rage, I would think. It's probably better to get angry at another motorist and not an NYPD traffic agent. I mean, and run into him with your car and then punch him in the face? Not good. My God. I mean, what is wrong with people? Unbelievable. Oh, did you see that workers' cop video? I did. Oh, my God. Uh, busted. All right, hold on. Let's see if we can squeeze this in. Busted. Uh, if not, we'll get to it right after the news at 8 o'clock. Oh, right. also, next segment, 8.05, we're going to get into Comey and Anthony Weiner and Huma Abedin, the latest revelations from this, what was supposed to be sort of a mundane Capitol Hill uh, briefing and, and hearing and uh, inquisition. Right. It was. I, I didn't expect any massive headlines to come out of this thing, Len, and it turned into a whopper. Yeah. So unbelievable stuff coming up. After the news, 8.05 with Wiener and, and Comey, FBI, Huma Abedin, Hillary, the emails. We'll go over the whole shebang, and you got to hear some of this audio coming up in just a bit. And then this workers' comp story, this fraud is unbelievable. It really is. What a schmuck. <laughs> right, first, let's grab Scott Pringle. Scott Pringle is over on the west side. Uh, Scott, are you at the Intrepid? Are you at 46th and, and West End, or where are you? Yeah, at 46th here, right outside the Intrepid by the West Side Highway. What's going on there now? Probably not much, right? No, but I mean, you got you got lots of streets closed off. I'd say about six or seven streets that lead into the West Side Highway. They got barricades and police officers, and uh, you know, some drivers are trying to convince the officers they need to turn down. Um, some get rejected, and some are, are told to keep going. I think you have to get all the way up to 50th from uh, maybe I don't know 44th, 45th until you can finally make a right onto the uh, off the West Side Highway. So is it a mess? Is the West Side Highway a mess with traffic? No, I mean, well, it, 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 yeah, it's a little bit of a mess, but I think it normally is at this time for rush hour. Sure. Now, now, are they going to close the West Side Highway down at some point this afternoon? I, I would imagine so. I mean, we don't know that officially, but uh, I, I would imagine so. I've talked to a few drivers. Um, a trucker says he, he's going to make his deliveries tomorrow, that he was supposed to be here this afternoon. Another driver said he's going to stay away from this area altogether later on. Well, listen, the West Side Highway, I mean, what, especially in that, that midtown area, what a major, major thoroughfare. During the evening rush. And then, yeah, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's starting already. With, I mean, with street closures. I yeah. can't imagine what that is going to be like uh, leading up, you know, 
3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. This, I can't imagine what, what, what the West Side Highway over there is, is going to be like, Scott. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to, you know, don't forget, once he's on the Intrepid, I, I just assume, based on educated guests from previous things I've covered, uh, that they will open it up to traffic and maybe it'll just be closed for two or three brief periods. I mean, just the fact that you're already witnessing the closing of side streets and it's it's eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, wow. What What's going to happen when when Trump, when the POTUS is on the move? Yeah, I know. I, I, I got here at 6, and like I said, four or five of these side streets were already closed. I'm not, not quite sure why so early. All right, Scott, we'll talk to you in a bit. Thank you, pal. Thanks, Scott. All right, Scott Pringle from the 710 WOR That's Newsroom. the President of the United States. That's why it's and, closed so early. And I'm seeing that he is going to arrive at the Wall Street heliport. Right. And then they're going to motorcade to uh, first to uh, Peninsula. apparently the Peninsula Hotel to meet with the Australian Prime Minister. Right. And then after he's done this evening on the Intrepid, back to the heliport. And then they're going to they're gonna Marine One him in the helicopter over to New Jersey. Okay. So, all right, latest on Huma Abedin, Anthony Weider, the emails after the news at 8. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.